Hey, 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 hey. Welcome, 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 welcome to The Queen's Truth. Yep, that's me. I'm Kim Carroll. I'm your host for this evening, and I can't tell you how excited I am right now that we are live and we are doing this video podcast. I can't tell you. I'm so, so, so excited. Um, I'm hoping that everybody can get on. I'm hoping that um, you're able to drop your comments, drop your questions and all that other kind of stuff into the chat. Go out there again, like, follow and share. Meet on all social media platforms at, at I am Kim Carroll. That's Carol with the K double R double L. Go out there and follow, share, and like this video because tonight we're going to have some real truth conversation, right? So I'm excited. I'm excited that we are starting. Um, I'm hoping that everybody is able to get on because I can't see um, who's on and who's not, but we're going to go anyway. If not, you can go back and you can play the replay, right? You can go on the YouTube and play the replay, or you can go to Facebook and play the replay. Um, it'll be out there for you. So tonight, let's jump in. Tonight's conversation was actually birthed from a conversation I was having with my sister girlfriends, right? And we were having this conversation, and we we're talking about, you know, marriage and getting married and being prepared as a wife and all those kind of things. And so the question came to my mind, like, to ask the women who are preparing or want to get married, are you really ready to be married? Like, are you really ready to be a wife? Um, there are a lot of women I know that desire, they truly desire to be a wife. They truly desire to be in a marriage. They truly desire a husband. But can you really truly say that you're ready? Like, are you ready for the sacrifices? Are you ready for the disagreements? Are you ready for the compromises and the commitment? Are you ready for the better or worse? You know, we talk about the commitment of marriage. We don't go into a marriage thinking that it's going to be a temporary thing. You know, after five or six months, we're going to reevaluate this and we're going to decide whether or not we really want to be in a marriage or not. That's kind of not how that goes. When you go into a marriage and you make the commitment of marriage, you truly, um, are looking into it, <clears throat> excuse me, you're looking into it as a lifelong commitment. Like the vows say, unto death us do part. So I'm going to be here to you until my life ends or to your life ends. It's not a temporary situation, and we don't go into it as a temporary situation. So if you're preparing to be a wife, are you really, really ready for that lifetime commitment? Are you really ready for the lifetime of compromises? Are you really ready for the lifetime of, of some disagreements and all this other kind of thing? So as we think about marriage, I think sometimes we get stuck um, and we think that marriage looks like this constant state of dating. Like our marriage is going to be just, me and him are just going to be always dating. We're just going to be dating. <laughs> that kind of thing. Or sometimes we even go a little bit further and we get stuck in um, the engagement phase, you know, the time when you, when he proposed and you were elated and you were happy and you were excited and all things looked good and all things looked well. And so we get stuck in that particular situation. Um, and then you have that phase of that wedding day anticipation. 
and, and what that looks like and how beautiful the day is going to be and how hot the honeymoon is going to be at night and all of these other good things. And we get into, uh, we go into marriage with this all good mentality. And I wonder, like, if we took a poll of married couples, how many of them, of them would say, in the years that I've been married, it's been all good. In the years that I've been married, that we have been like, the, we've been dating since we've been married, since we started married. I'm talking about folks that's been married more than 10 years. Um, have you always been in the dating, uh, the dating mindset? Have you always been in that engagement mindset? Have you always been in that wedding day mindset where you were so excited and you were so happy and all those other good things? And I think that if we came back to honestly being honest about what the, the, the truth is that it's not always an all-good mentality. And so as a wife, we have to be prepared for that. We have to look forward and understand that there are going to be some things that are that not necessarily line up with the good, all-good mentality that we may have um, when it comes to marriage and dating, uh, to marriage and being a wife and that kind of thing. And so as we were talking, Somehow we got on the subject of baking a cake. I don't know how we got there, but we started talking about baking a cake, and something clicked, and I said, wait a minute. I said, maybe, you know, that, that idea of a wife can be um, associated with baking a cake. The end product being that wife, the end product being um, that cake that's ready to be served and ready to be sliced and ready to be brought to the table. Uh, but in that process, there's a lot of things that go into it, especially if you are a baker and you're baking this cake from scratch and, you know, I'm talking about like from real, for real, for real scratch, then there's a lot of preparation and there's a lot of things that go into it. And so when I started thinking about being prepared to be a wife, I also thought about correlating, making the correlation between that and baking a cake. And so I wanted to bring that tonight because I think it was really interesting how it just kind of unfolded for me. Uh, and so I came up with this thing. So don't y'all go out there and try to steal it because it was my idea. It was called the cake test um, or the wife test, right? Are you really ready to be married? And there's some things that I think we need to talk about when we're preparing ourselves to be a wife or to be in a marriage, right? So the first question I have to ask you is, do you have all your utensils? So we know that when we're baking a cake, we have to have specific utensils to bake that cake. You've got to have the measuring cup and the mixer and the bowl, and you've got to have the pan and the measuring spoons and all that other kind of stuff. So when we're talking about preparing ourselves for being a wife, do you have all the utensils to create a home that's conducive for marriage? Uh, do you have all the utensils to, um, to bring what's, what's needed to the marriage from a wife's perspective? That measuring cup, uh, do you have a measuring cup to make sure that you have enough ingredients? Do you have the mixer so that you can blend the ingredients? Do you have the oven to cook the ingredients? Do you have the bowl for mixing the ingredients? Do you have all your utensils. Are you ready to be a wife, a confidant, a partner, a nurse, a coach, a cook, a housekeeper, 
and the sex partner all at the same time? Do you have the tools? Listen, more importantly, we're talking about baking cakes and all this stuff. Can you cook? Do you know how to balance your life and your married life? Hey, do you even know how to balance a checkbook? Tools that you need to understand that when you become a wife, these are some of the things that you're going to need in order to accomplish the goal. Being a wife is more than walking down the aisle and taking on his last name. It is so much more than that. So do you have all your utensils, right? So then we go to, do you have all the ingredients to be a wife? Yeah, I said, do you have all the ingredients? So when I looked up the recipe and I talked to my sister about the recipe for baking a cake, I was like, look at the list of items that you need to bake this cake. How can I relate that to preparing my preparing um, the women for being wives? So the first ingredient was the flour. Um, and the flour, uh, this all-purpose flour, if you don't go and buy the real expensive cake flour, that kind of thing. But if you have the all-purpose flour, you have to do something called sifting. So there's a sifting product. This is the regular flour through the sift in order to break down any lump. But it also makes the flour lighter and more suitable for baking. So have you sifted, and this is the question, again, I'm talking to these you women who are looking forward to being married and wanting to be a wife. And this flour is representative of your life. So have you sifted your past from your present so that you don't contaminate your cake. And you sifted your past from your present so that you don't contaminate your cake. That flower is your life. Have you broken down all the things from your past that could possibly ruin any chance of you being a good wife and having a happy marriage? Have you worked on you? Because taking unsifted flour and trying to use it in a cake recipe is possible. But it will take a heck of a lot more of work to break down the lumps. And maybe that's not what your mate has signed up for. You need to have dealt with your insecurities. They need to be sifted out. You need to have been have dealt with your low self-esteem. That needs to be sifted out. You need to deal with your daddy issues. That needs there's this long list of things that could cause a lump in your batter. But it's your responsibility to sift through them before you head down the aisle. Why do we put the expectation on our future husband that he needs to help us work out the lump? That should be a prerequisite to marriage, that you work out your lump before you find the mate or before the mate finds you. Because when you bring in these extra lumps into your life, this self-esteem, this, this low self-esteem, this self-consciousness, this insecurity, now you have corrupted the batter. And now the expectation is that he is supposed to come in and help you deal with it. And my thing is, have you dealt with it already? Because that is the prerequisite for marriage. For being a wife, that you have dealt with all of these months, we 
before you walk down the aisle. So we have our flour. And so now we move on to the sugar. And the sugar does the obvious. Of course, it makes them sweeter. The Bible says that a soft answer turns away wrath. So a sweet gesture or a sweet comment can make the cake a little more appealing. But sugar has another, um, another purpose. It also locks in moisture, causing the baked goods to be soft and moist so it won't dry out so quickly. Some of you are not ready to be married because you have lost your sugar because you decide that you got to be hard, that you got to be tough, that you got to be strong so no one will take advantage of you. Ain't nobody going to get over on me. So instead of that soft answer, when you have a disagreement with your husband or with your, your, your fiance, instead of that soft answer, you come with the hard, who the hell are you talking to? Ladies, then you wonder why none of your relationships in, in a marriage proposal, because if he wanted to be around a hard, angry, defensive type of person all the time, he can go out and he can hang out for his boys for that. He needs that soft feminine touch, that soft word, that, that soft caress. If you're going to be the hard figure in the marriage, then what do you need him for? If you're going to wear the pants all the time in the family, and I'm talking figuratively, I'm not speaking um, in real life, but if you're always going to be that hard, tough, and hard experience, then what do you need him to Our next ingredients, we got our flour, we got our sugar, and now we are going to our egg. And eggs create structure and stability within the batter. So if you're not ready for marriage if you are unstable. I'll say it again. Ladies, if you are unstable, you are not ready to be a wife. If you listen to your girlfriends more than you listen to your man, if you listen to your mother more than you listen to your man, you're not ready for marriage. If you can't stabilize your emotions, you're not ready for marriage. If you can't have a structured conversation with your partner um, or a disagreement with your partner that doesn't end in storming out of the room and the words you go to hell that come out of your mouth, you're not ready for marriage. If you're not ready to build together, you're not ready to be a wife. Make sure there is structure and stability in your own life before you try to bring another person into the chaos that is you. Because then you'll wonder why he doesn't want to be around you. He doesn't want to have to come home to chaos. He wants to come home to peace. He wants to come home to serene uh, surroundings. He wants to come home to the one that's going to give him the peace and comfort that he needs after having dealt with the chaos all day long. So if you're the chaos when he comes home, He's not going to want to come home and deal with the chaos after he's dealt with the chaos all day. So are you really ready to be alive? The next ingredient um, is milk. And milk, um, it, when we're making a cake, remember we're, we're doing the comparison. So when we're making a cake and we use milk, it makes the texture lighter and stronger. And the milk are those things that come to make you strong. 
There's an old saying that used to say, milk does a body good. Well, the milk is the child and the circumstances that make you stronger. Are you ready to endure the milk phase of being a wife? The phase when your husband may lose his job. The phase where sickness may creep in. The phase that includes a midlife crisis and menopause. Are you ready for the milk phase of the marriage? See, you can make a cake without milk. There ain't nobody going to want it. Nobody wants to eat it. It doesn't have the richness. It doesn't have the strength. It doesn't have what the taste that it needs. And the truth be told, the best milk, um, from what I hear, is buttermilk, which means that milk, <coughs> excuse me, has gone through some changes and transformations. Do you have Milk. My throat's getting dry. Excuse me. Another ingredient in this cake mix, in this in this um, mixture, in this recipe for a good wife, for being a wife. I'm not even saying good wife. I'm just gonna say a wife, right? <coughs> is vanilla, and ben vanilla adds a subtle, um, delicious flavor to your cake. You're not ready to be married. You're not ready to be your wife if you are not ready to bring a little flavor to your marriage. Those things that <clears throat> those things that you did um, to get him are the things that you need to do to keep him. That's an old saying my grandmother used to say. That the things that you did to get him are the things that you need to do so that little skimpy <coughs> underwear that you wore during the dating phase to not turn into your grandmother's house dress every time he sees you. Every time he comes home for work, you already got your bonnet on and your face all screwed up and your Lord, I'm tired expression on your face. And you want to know, <coughs> excuse me, you want to know <coughs> why he's looking at other women. He may not be looking at one other women because they are appealing to him. He may be looking at other women because he wants to find the woman that he met when he met you. You can't maintain your dating image throughout your marriage. Then show him who you really are. How stress and all. Stop showing these men a representative and show him who you really are from the beginning and keep bringing the vanilla. <laughs> Keep bringing the vanilla. So here we go. Here's, here's, here's one of the key ingredients I really need the women to understand. You single ladies out there that are looking to be wives and looking to be the thought to get your husband to get married and all the way. A pinch of salt is a key ingredient as you prepare to be a wife because the salt is the enhancer, right? <clears throat> the Bible speaks of you being the salt of the earth, but the second part of that says, but if the salt has lost its flavor, it's good for nothing. And I began to look at this salt. Not only does it enhance the flavor, but it also acts as a preservative. It is instrumental for making things last longer. Without salt, their marriage cannot be 
preserved. The salt ark also represents the covenant and serves as a symbol of your friendship and loyalty, both of which are required for a marriage. So just in case you haven't caught on, that savior, that flavor that salt has, that salt must have, that salt is God. God must be a part of your marriage, a part of your life, both individually as well as corporately. God is the key ingredient. He is the part of the covenant. He is the preserver. He is the flavor enhancer. He is the key to longevity. He is the key ingredient. And if this salt doesn't have flavor, then you're not prepared to be a wife. If your salt doesn't have flavor, I'm going to say it again, you're not prepared to be a wife. If you not have not put God first in your own life, then you can't bring him into your married life. If you can't, if you don't have God first in your life, then how can you bring him into your married life? So my question again is, do you have the salt? So we have our flour, we have our sugar, we have our milk, and we have our pinch of salt, right? <clears throat> There's one other, there's a couple of, of other uh, ingredients that kind of work together um, in the in the sense of baking a cake. That's your, uh, your butter, your baking powder, your baking cake. And this was very interesting to me because when you put those things together, um, especially with the butter, it allows for steam and carbon dioxide to be trapped in the batter, causing the cake to rise. These three ingredients must be added in order for the cake to rise. Leave them out and you'll have a hard, flat, tough cake not suitable for anybody to consume. If you don't want it, then he won't want it either. If you got a tough, flat, uh, hard cake and you're trying to present that to your future husband, He's not going to want that either. Nobody wants a hard, tough, flat relationship. The butter, the baking powder, and the baking soda are your dreams, your aspirations, your goals that you must have for yourself before you can be ready to marry. No real man, and I'm going to say this, and I'm probably going to get comments about it, but no real man wants a woman that can't think for herself. No real man wants a woman that never has any aspirations of her own. No real man wants a woman who has no evidence of wanting a better life for herself or for the life of their union. It's too much work for him to have to always lift you up while he's carrying the weight of everything else and you're this dead weight. You must have your own goals. You must have your own dreams. You must have your own aspirations and be able and be willing to share them and work on them in the union of your marriage. You have to have your own purpose. Your purpose cannot be predicated on the fact of your marriage or your husband. You have to have your own dreams, your own aspirations, and your own goals. 
because you have to have something that you can work toward, not just for yourself, but for your union of marriage. So again, the question is, do you have all the ingredients required to be married? Now, here's where we put it all together. So the instructions of this cake baking process says you need to preheat the oven. So I said, okay, what does that have to do with marriage? How does that have to do with being a wife and all that other stuff? And it came to me, it says, prepare yourself to take some heat to have a good cake. Okay, so when you preheat the oven, as you are preparing to be a wife, you have to be prepared or prepare yourself to take some heat to be a good wife, to be a good wife. When you are truly ready for marriage, you already know that there will be some heated moments, but you can prepare for them. You prepare for them mentally. You prepare for them spiritually. Moments when you feel like, you know what? <clears throat> This marriage thing is too much. I, I didn't sign up for this. Moments when you wonder where, where is the person that I dated? Moments when you question whether, uh, where is the happiness I felt on my wedding day? And, and the happiness I felt on my honeymoon, where is that? That's that preparation, that peak preparation that you need to be aware of. A woman ready for marriage already knows that there's going to be some heated moments. So she is prepared because she preheated the oven. Then we're going to take our flour and our salt and our baking powder. We're going to put all these dry ingredients together. You begin to measure out those ingredients, with, uh, which is why you need the measuring spoon and the measuring cup, because you need to begin to measure out um, all of these ingredients. You need to know how much grace do I need to add at this moment. How much understanding do I need to add at this moment? How much shut up do I need to add at this moment? How much prayer do I need to add at this moment? How much compassion do I need to add at this moment? So a woman who is preparing herself for marriage understands the concept of, 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 of having a measure of faith that you need, having a measure of compassion, having a measure of prayer that is integrated into your marriage. So if you're not familiar with how to measure out what God is uh, or how God is going to work in your marriage, then I need you to go back and familiarize yourself again with your utensils. The next step in building this cake and building this and getting to the place of being that, that wife that, that is, um, is good for her husband is that you have to beat the butter, the milk, and the sugar together. You beat in the egg and the vanilla. And now you have put all of this together and you pull out your mixer and you beat together the wet ingredients and you add the dry ingredients and there has to be some mixing involved in order to allow everything to come together. This preparation for becoming a wife is not an overnight process. It takes time to gather everything you need. It takes time to prepare to cook. See, when we when we go to cook, those of us that, that cook and those of us are really good cooks, 
there's a process that happens before we even get out the ingredients and the utensils. And we forget about that process. And this is a process that has to come when you are preparing to be a wife. Well, what is that process? I know that you're asking that question. It's real simple. That process is called washing your hands. Have you cleaned your hands before you even think about starting the process? And what do you mean? So I mean, clean your hands means that I have dealt with all of the dirt of my past. I have dealt with the guilt. I have dealt with the bad relationships. I have dealt with the unforgiveness. I have dealt with the shame. And until you have washed your hands, you're not even ready to begin this recipe. To becoming a wife. That's why I say to you that it takes time to prepare. Because there's steps to before you even get to the thought process that you're even close to being a wife. Have you washed your hands? Have you gotten rid of those past hurts? Have you gotten rid of those past disappointments? That's that dirt that you hang on to that sometimes clings to your hands, that sometimes clings to your life and sometimes clings to your mind. So have you washed your hands before you even get to the process of starting to, the recipe? Have you cleaned yourself up? It takes time, ladies. It takes time. And for those of you that say, well, I'm tired of waiting. You know, uh, maybe uh, I'll just go to the store <laughs> and I'll buy a cake off the shelf because all this mixing and all this other stuff is much for me. I'm going to go to the shelf. I'm going to buy me a cake and get some quick satisfaction. I'm going to skip over all of the steps. I'm going to skip. I ain't got to wash my hands if I go to the store and buy a cake. I don't have to have any utensils if I go and buy a cake. I don't have to do the baking process, the mixing progress, and getting process and getting all of these ingredients. I got to do that. I'm just going to go and buy me a cake from the store and I'm going to get my quick satisfaction. Just so I could feel the need to say I got a husband, or that I'm a wife, or that I'm married. But I have a question for you. When you go get that cake, when you go get that quick fix, when you go through all of that, do you know what ingredients are in that cake? Do you know anything about who baked it? Do you know how much time that person spent perfecting their recipe? How much do you know about the recipe that they used? Listen, it's simple. Did they even wash their hands before they prepared it? Did they add enough salt? Did they add too much? So if you can pass the cake test, and you have all your utensils, and you have all your ingredients, you make sure your hands are clean, even after you do all of that. You have preheated your oven. You have poured the batter in the pan. Guess what? You still don't have a cake. You got some batter, but you don't have a cake. And here's where a lot of us, uh, or not me particularly, but a lot of women make a mistake. We have done all that we can to prepare. We have done everything on the list. We have prepared. We have mixed. We have done everything we're supposed to do. But we rush the baking process. In our minds, we have a predetermined time that we should be done with the process. I need to be a wife by now. I should have been a wife. 
coming out because I'm this age or I'm that age. I should be a wife by now because I've accomplished this or I've accomplished that. I should be a wife now. Uh, I'm ready for a husband because I'm tired of being alone. And that's when that go run to the store and get that quick fix happen. But again, we don't know what's in that recipe. We don't know where that cake came from for real. We don't know whether or not that baker washed his hands, but we go and grab it because we just like the idea of being married. We even get to the point where we begin to pray, Lord, when are you going to send me my husband? Lord, when is he coming? Lord, I need him now. I, um, I, I got needs. We, I need to move this cake out of the oven. And the problem is, we're not done yet. You haven't completed the process. The instructions say to test for doneness, insert a toothpick. And if it comes out clean, then it's done. Understand that this is after, after you have already prepped and used your utensils, poured your batter, put it in the oven, waited for it to rise, waited for it to be done, and then you pull it out. And you take the toothpick and you stick it in to see whether or not it's done. It's a process. And all processes take time. After everything that you've done to prepare, you must take the time to test for doneness. Insert the toothpick here. Am I really ready to be a wife? Have I measured out all of my ingredients? Did I forget to add the salt? Did I forget to add stability? Did I forget to add milk? Did I forget to add God? And after I check for something, and I taste, you may realize that you need to do this process all over again. Because when you taste it, there's something gritty in it. When you taste it, it might be overdone. When you taste it, it might be underdone. When you taste it, you might have added too much milk. You might not have added enough milk. So you need to start all over again. Because it's about making sure that you're ready. It's not a time race. It's about making sure that you are ready. And you may realize, hey, I'm good. I've washed my hands. I've gotten rid of that dirt. I've added all of my ingredients. My cake is good. And all is good with the world. And you want the truth? Let's be honest. Once you get your cake right, once you get your recipe right, you will be able to tell whether your partner's recipe is correct. You will be able to tell whether your partner's cake is right. You will be able to tell if they forgot the salt in the recipe. You'll be able to tell whether or not they forgot God in the recipe. You will be able to tell whether or not they forgot stability. You will be able to tell whether or not they forgot the baking powder, their aspirations, their own dreams. You'll be able to tell whether or not they even sprinkled the flour or not. You will be able to tell whether or not they added enough vanilla. So ask yourself, am I really ready to get married? Am I really ready to be a wife? And if you took this test and I asked you, go back, listen to it again, rehearse it, write it down, ask questions to yourself. 
am I really ready to get married? Am I really ready to be a wife with all that comes with it? Not just the honeymoon, not just the pretty dress, not just the walking down the aisle, but am I ready for all of it, Lord? All of it. Are you ready for all of it? So ask yourself, am I really ready to get married? Thank you all for joining me tonight for The King's Truth. I am your host, King Carol, and I invite you to follow me on all social media outlets at I am Tim Carol. Please go follow, like, and share tonight's broadcast. I would really, really appreciate it if you do. You also go out to my website, guys, www.timcarol.com. That's Carol with a K, double R, double L. KimCarol.com for more information about me and to get your Kim Carol swag at Kim Carol Apparel. Also, if you don't know, shameless plug, I am the author of Joy Comes in the Morning. You can also purchase that out there on the website. I want to say again, thank you so much for joining me tonight. So join me each week, Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here for the Queen's Two. Queen's Truth video podcast, real topics, real talk for real women. Again, I am your host, Kim Carroll, and I have, and you have been listening to the Queen's Truth. Join me next week as our topic will be clean your nasty house. I love you all, and I hope to see you next week. This is Kim Carroll signing off.